Jamie, host of the Jamie and Genty Show, broadcasting live each week on Tuesday at 12 p.m. from Fishbowl Studios. Log on to hear sports talk from basketball to football and view your feedback on the biggest sports news you want to talk about from around the world. So be sure to log on each week Tuesdays at 12 p.m. to catch the Jamie and Genty Show. Hope to see you soon on Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. Ah. Uh. Welcome, world. Welcome to the Jamie Gentis Show right here on Fishbowl Radio. Um, my name is Jamie. It's October 25th, 2022. Oh, you know what I forgot? I forgot because uh, my mom's birthday is today. So happy birthday to my mom out there. I know she's not going to listen. She's going to be like, oh, why are you on the show? Or why, why you cut so much? Well, because you got to look past it. But anyways, uh, <laughs> but anyways, uh, Detroit versus Dallas. What do we feel? What would you grade Dak's performance? Now, before I bring Gabe in, uh, which by the way, I haven't seen him in about a couple of weeks. Um, what I think about this game, this game in the first half was pretty boring. You know, not, not enough movement, uh, not enough, uh, offensive plays called. Um, you know, we, we, even though our defense was, was pretty spectacular, uh, Detroit had opportunities, um, but they couldn't capitalize, and that's why they're the they're Detroit Lions. They can't capitalize on anything. You know, a spotty quarterback and Jared Goff, you know, um, he's not their he, – he, he cannot be your quarterback for the future, Detroit. He cannot. I mean, this is why y'all will go one – sadly to say, y'all might, y'all might be the number one pick looking for a quarterback, which I, I've been watching college football – Every Saturday or every any time that I watch a highlight, I haven't seen any quarterback out there in college as as as, as putting up spectacular numbers out there. I haven't seen it. I could be wrong, but I haven't seen it. But without further ado, let's bring Gabe in. What's going on? What's going on, man? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's a good day. It's a Long good day. time no see. It's man. been a while. It's yes, been sir. a while, man. I've been trying to get your opinions on on, on these games, man. Um, yeah, man. So. So Dak, right? Mm-hmm. So I was telling my people that Cooper should get one more start. Mm-hmm. I was hoping he start this game because you know Detroit didn't show much. Um. So, but I was pretty surprised during the week. But Dak actually said, "I'm going to come back and play," which he didn't play that bad. To me, I'll give him a B plus. Mm-hmm. I want to know what your grade of Dak's performance is. Yes. Yeah. So my grade, I give him a C plus. Okay. Um, first half of the game, very, he was out of his rhythm. He was mm-hmm. uncomfortable naturally right. coming back from an injury like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but second half, he turned it up a little bit. Okay. They started running. They started calling better plays. Right. He wasn't trying to force the ball as much. Mm-hmm. Um, so it got him up to a C plus. I only grade Dak against himself. Right. Okay. So that C plus is Compared to Dak performances. Okay. Um, yeah, it was a C plus. It was a decent performance. Um, it was a good performance mm-hmm. considering he was just coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, going to your Cooper rush point, I feel that this was the perfect game for Dak to come back because mm-hmm. it would not plan against a serious opponent. Like, right. let's just say he would, he would have came back against Philly. Right. And we lose that game the same way that we lost it with Cooper rush. Right. Oh my God. But- All hell would break loose. Yeah. So exactly. it, this was a great game for him to come back, get his, get his rhythm back. Mm-hmm. Chicago next week, another game that's going to be good to get uh rhythm back. Um 
And now. then we have a bye week after that. So we, we're kind of sitting in a good position right now. Okay. Now, now, granted, um, now granted, I feel like Cooper Rush needed to get hit in the mouth. And I said this last week, this, this was a hit in the mouth game. The Philly game was. Yeah. And we'll see them again. You know, Dak will be 100% healthy and, um, all that stuff. He'll, we'll see them again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like, um, well, B, I give him a B plus because, because I, I just feel like they, they call, they call more plays for him. Uh, more than Cooper Rush did. I give him a B plus because he was able to roll out. He was able to take hits, uh, which he stood back up. Um, he made some accurate passes, even though we don't have the receivers. Mm-hmm. And, and that's another point, too. We got to go out there and get some receivers. I mean, every t- I, I see Odell's name pop up every single week, you know, and, and I feel like these teams who who are injury and pro right now, um, I don't know who, which receiver is injured. Running back, sorry. I feel like there, there's, there's going to be an injury away from signing Odell. Mm. I don't know if it's going to be the Cowboys, but you need that number one, uh, security blanket for Dak. It's not going to be, uh, Dalton Schultz. It's not going to be a CD Lamb. It's definitely not going to be a Noah Brown because even though Noah Brown has popped balled out, mm-hmm. It's not, it doesn't, the chemistry, I don't see the chemistry lasting between Dak and Noah Brown. I think Noah Brown works better with Cooper Rush because they're on the, they're, they were on the second team together in practice. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but back to my grade, I give him a B plus because I mean, he, he struggled early, but then he was able to, um, you know, control the line of scrimmage, you know, call his own plays, call his own number. Uh, even though the play calling was horrible, um, Trash. he was able to, he was able to uh, make up for it. And so um, moving forward, um, you know, you got to get your legs in. I understand that. You know, Chicago's next. And I I took a sneak peek of them. They're not they're not a joke. They're three and four is not a joke. Even, you know, Justin Fields has been hit a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's another team that you should take care of. But then again, it's like, you don't want to look past their record. Yeah. I think with Chicago, it's not about a record. It's about mm-hmm. personnel. Right. They run a very similar offensive style to Philadelphia. They do. Which doesn't necessarily do. bode well for our defense. But at the same mm-hmm. time, they don't have the same personnel that Philly does. No. So we got beat by Philly because of mm-hmm. just coaching. Like, right. honestly, like we got out coached. Yeah. We did. Our defense was all over the place, just confused. It wasn't even mm-hmm. that we were out of position so right. much. It was just. They found a great way to neutralize Michael Parsons. Right. Chicago right. has the capability to do that too. They just, like I said, they don't have the personnel or the coaching to right. orchestrate a plan like that. Mm-hmm. And I think because we've seen it now, mm-hmm. um, it changes the way that we view it. Like okay. we'll probably be able to defend it a little bit better, especially going into like when I think of playing Philly again mm-hmm. in a few weeks. Like, um, yeah, I think, I think, um, I think Chicago, um, I think Chicago wise, I, I think they, um, I think they run, they're, they're run heavy. Mm-hmm. They have, they, they're, I mean, I think, I think David Montgomery is not, is not, is not a joke. I think, uh, Justin Fields is not a joke either with his legs. And even though his offensive line has been, been a little spotty mm-hmm. and he's been hit a lot, like, I, I think like over 20 times yeah. this, this year. 
And, so and so, um, you can get to Justin Fields. It's just that what I worry is that the running game, how are we going to defend the running game? Because, you know, we, we're not, we're not, we barely, we barely defended the Detroit's running game, even though they were, they, they, they didn't have Swift, mm-hmm. which I was hoping to play, which he, I was seeing him to play. And then, you know, Jamal Williams is, is, is just Jamal Williams. Mm-hmm. So, but, I don't want to look past Chicago. I think Chicago's got a good team. Um, I think, I think it's going to be a dog fight. Um, you know, Justin Fields is not a joke. I just think he needs the line. He needs a, he needs another line to protect him better. Yeah. And it's not going to get any better when you play against us. Yeah. Um, we had five sacks. I mean, you know, um, yeah, we had five sacks and then, um, you know, Neutralizing Mark, Michael Parsons, they got to figure out a way to. He he's either got to adjust his game or they got to keep him occupied. Like it, like in the Philly game, they ran they ran a lot of run pass option, mm-hmm. you know, to to decide, and he was able to adjust. I feel like every team in the league's going to say, "Hey, you know, we're going to do what Philly did," and um. Every and team he, can't he do what Philly did. I want to. I want to put that in perspective right. too. Every team cannot do what Philly did. Right. Philly has the the best roster, top to bottom, of any team in the NFL. But they didn't show. But they didn't show yeah. us. They didn't show like like they have the best roster. But yes. they didn't. But on 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 field, they didn't show us. You know, they're the best. But my point in bringing up the roster is right. because you have so many players that you have to honor. Mm-hmm. So defensively, if you're Scheming for Philadelphia, mm-hmm. let's just say, all right, yeah. So I'm a scheme to primarily. I'm gonna let every other receiver except for AJ Brown beat us. Okay, that's not gonna work because they're gonna no. beat the brakes off of you. And so yeah, I mean, they, they, they no, nah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on the run. Okay, right. now they throwing it over the top. Right, like they have so many things that they can do with the mm-hmm. with the ability with the running quarterback who has mm-hmm. the ability to break the defense open. So now you like. It's hard. It's a very difficult team to scheme for. Mm. Um, so you're talking about you're Philly, right? Yeah, I'm talking about Philly. Okay, they're a very, very difficult team to scheme mm-hmm. for. So I, it's hard for me to say that every like every team's gonna watch the film of what Philly did mm-hmm. and be able to duplicate it because they can't. Right. You literally cannot do that with that same personnel, like okay. with the, because uh, there's no other team in the NFL that has that. Okay. So, I mean, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Take back my point. So, um, so what can Chicago, right? So what's the difference between Chicago and Philly? Because they both have running quarterbacks. They do. And so, so to me, um, what, what you can do in order to keep, in order for Justin Fields to beat you, keep him in the pocket. So I say, you know, maybe, maybe rush four or five. Bring mm-hmm. a safety blitz, maybe bring a Donovan Wilson, mm-hmm. because you don't have Jordan Lewis, Lewis in this game. Yeah, he's your nickel corner. You don't have him. Um, bring Donovan Wilson on the safety blitz. Bring uh, Sam Williams, who is Michael Parsons 2.0. Mm-hmm. Bring him on the outside, um, you know, so that when you know when Michael gets blocked, you got another person who can go after the court. You got two people, so yeah. basically you're saying six in the box, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, um, you can run at you can run at Justin Fields, but but Justin Fields can run too. The thing <clears> about <throat> Justin Fields though, he can't beat you by himself. He can't. 
he doesn't have a lot to work with. It's not like, no, he does not. it's not, it's nothing like Jalen Hurts. No. Jalen Hurts can beat you by himself. He can. He can beat you with his arm. Mm-hmm. He can beat you by handing the ball off. Right. Well, that, like, the different, the, well, I have to, I have to, because that game, right? Even Miles Sanders has 71 yards. I don't think when you play them again, I don't think he'll get to at least 70. Mm-hmm. Yes, he can get beat you handing it off, yeah. but I, I think, I think that more than likely throw it over the top. Oh, they absolutely. have like three, you know, three great wide mm-hmm. receivers. Yeah. So I think, I think we can shut down the running game, their mm-hmm. running game, but, but he can beat you running or he can beat you, like you said, yeah. over the top. I just think that the, Philly has a lot of diversity, mm-hmm. diversity in their offense. Like yes. it's not, they're not, they're far from one dimensional. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes them difficult to defend. Right. Um, but I don't want to keep leaning on Philly because I hate Philly and right. I'm not about to sit up here and give them all of this praise, <laughs> but <laughs> I got to call it like I see you it. You shouldn't. Yeah. You shouldn't because, because, because they're not, they're six and oh because they're making big plays. And they're six and zero because they have an easy schedule, just like they, we they do. Exactly. Our I mean, entire, our entire division has a very easy schedule outside of Washington. Exactly. Well, Washington, Washington just beat Green Bay. You know, who, who would have known? Exactly. And so, um, you know, th- this is going to be this is going to be to the point where you know, and and, and that at that point, and I do have one one question for you. Mm-hmm. So at this point, you know, you got you got to you got to win these games. Yeah. Every game is a must. Like if you go into the Bears game and you look look past them, mm-hmm. they're gonna beat you. Yeah. And this is a game where it, it says winnable on on, on everything. Mm-hmm. Like I saw ESPN's predictions, eighty eight percent, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like ESPN, you can't. I mean, I I analyze. Okay, I get it, mm-hmm. but you can't look past that team. And I'm gonna tell you the reason why I'm com- I'm comfortable with saying that we will beat Chicago, okay. and the reason is because of the defense that we have. Yeah, honestly, like I, I don't think people really understand the Detroit offense that we just played. Mm-hmm. That's one of the highest scoring offenses in the league, and we held them to six points. Mm, yeah, like that's true. I don't I don't I mean, think people really get it because they're not a good team right. on paper. But that's one of the highest scoring offenses in the league. They put thirty points on Philly week one. God. Yeah, well, it might have been more that's points true. than that. But regardless, that was a very, very good offense that we just played. Mm-hmm. Granted, they were missing St. Brown and running back. St. Brown went out yeah. with the concussion. They and, were missing uh, some pieces. Mm-hmm. So that played that was a major factor in it. But at the same time, that offense is still mm-hmm. that offense. And right. so, I mean, we, I mean, we even held Philly to 26. We're playing like we're I mean, playing good offenses. We haven't played a lot of trash offenses, right? So far, right? And and like I said, Philly didn't show us anything. Like like we we can we can we can we we can we can play with them. We can yeah. we can literally can we we just the only thing they do better mm-hmm. than us is they have their their quarterbacks mobile than ours. Yeah, and I would say that. And, and then I think we got intimidated. That. The first half, I think we got intimidated yeah. by all of that movement, right, on the defensive. Like right. they were moving a lot. It was a lot of RPOs, it was a lot of options, yep. it was a lot of this, that, it, it, and that. 
So it was a lot going on. You couldn't, you couldn't find a way to adjust. Yeah. I, I would say, I would, I would have said a call timeout and try and try to, you know, make adjustments on defense. Mm-hmm. That's why you're, you, that's why you're up there for a reason. Yeah. So that, I mean. Cause the second half, they didn't score against the fourth quarter. No, they scored. Yeah. They scored one touchdown. Exactly. And that was the, and that was a killing drive because, but again. We were making a comeback. Right, we, we were. Only, we were only down by three at that point. It, it, we were. It's just, it's just Cooper Rush need need to. He had a clean pocket the whole yeah. entire game. It's just he made some awkward throws, and uh, you know, he played he played like a backup. Yeah, you know that game. You know we can't. You know people are saying, well, uh, uh, the groups that I follow on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. They're saying we want Cooper Rush. They're saying Dak is garbage, and I was tell and I was you know defend Dak because Dak Dak's our guy. Yeah, our Dak is creative. Dak can go for thirty points. I don't know if you saw that stat yes uh, on Sunday where, mm-hmm. you know, when Dak's in the game, you average thirty thirty points. Cooper Rush twenty one. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, Dak's creative. Cooper Rush is the game manager. Exactly. So you can't. Dak is a starter. At the end of he's the day, a starter. He's exactly. a starter, and he's a top ten quarterback. In the he league. is. I don't. Is. You can't name ten quarterbacks better than Dak Prescott. Sorry, you can't. Like as much you as can. people don't Mm-mm. really rock with Dak right now because no. of the injuries and right. all of his inconsistencies, right. whatever, right. he's still a top ten quarterback in the league. But Cooper Rush has money. inconsistencies too. He, he, I mean, even though he oh. he makes a plays, he ha- he has some inconsistencies. If you make him have to beat you, mm-hmm. you're gonna lose. Right. That's like, what Philly did. That's what Philly did. They yeah. they put us in a position where mm-hmm. yeah, Cooper Rush got to throw this ball and beat right. us. Right. Exactly. Y'all not gonna be able to run for a hundred and fifty yards. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Nah, like no. Cooper Rush, you put the ball in Cooper Rush hands, you saw the ball floating all over yeah. the field. <laughs> just throwing ducks all over the place. It's just, it was a mess. It was. It was a mess. And it was. Be, because that's not his game. No, it's not. It's, it's not. not his game at yeah. all. It's not. And, and, you know, and we, we, you know, Cooper Rush did his thing. He, 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 yeah. he went four and one. You know, we had a great, we still have a good, great defense. I never seen any defense better mm-hmm. than, than us this season. I could be wrong, but this season we have we're in a top ten defense overall. Yeah, we're top three. Top three. I I'm trying to think off the top of my head because I because I because I could say Kansas City Kansas City has a top offense, but their defense is horrible. Um, Buffalo has a decent defense. Oh God, but oh God, they're they're all over the place. But they're very inconsistent. Um, the only the only problem was Buffalo. I can't name too many. I can't name too many defenses. Mm-hmm. The only problem with Buffalo is that you know it's just they're, they're always they're always second guessing. Yeah. Right. Josh Allen, it, 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 he's always second guessing himself, mm-hmm. and, and and it creates problems for the offense. Yeah. That's the only reason why. Um, but as far as as far as that as far as this game goes and the next game, um, it has win all over it. It's just. Um, you gotta, you, we gotta start off, we gotta start off strong. We gotta start off, you know, I don't know, I'm not a big fan of Turpin being the game on offense though. I, I just feel like he's a special teams guy. I agree. I, um, I, I feel like he, they're, they're, they're trying, I feel like Kellen Moore is trying to over, I can't find the word. They want to use that speed and I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at them wanting to use that speed. He's the fastest player on the team. He is. It's just 
And I do think that it, that there's room for him to be used on offense. Mm. Now, how? I'm not a coordinator, so I don't know specifically where he but, would fit because our offense is very that's a question. Hand the ball off, that, play action. Like right. we're very simple. That's what a question. we should be. <laughs> that's, a, that's a question for Kellen Moore. Like, yeah. where do you put on? Where do you put uh, Turpin on offense? Yeah, because because I don't see. I don't like the in the in the round of CD Lamb catching the ball because that's that's I making CD CD Lamb useful. CD Lamb is a, supposed to be a deep threat, and, he, and it, he's not a deep threat. Michael Gallup is supposed to be a deep threat, but Michael Gallup has not got his footing right. Yeah. Dalton Schultz is supposed to be security players. Dalton Schultz has not has not played well enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and the two rookie tight ends, the Jake, the Jake Ferguson and Peyton Hendershot, I want to see guys, those guys on the field more than Dalton Schultz because those guys have a game. They and have those a guys game. are they athletic. They're athletic. Dalton Schultz catches the ball and he falls. Right. And if he doesn't catch the ball and fall, he tries to run with it. He's going to mm-hmm. fumble. He's going to exactly. immediately. He's going to drop the ball. He's a liability. Like he's a liability more so than an asset. And mm-hmm. I think that. Hendershock and what's Jake other? Ferguson. Jake Ferguson. Mm-hmm. They're way more athletic. They are. They make plays. They are. They block and, and well. They're, they, they're true tight ends. Exactly. That's that's what that's what my time is supposed to be. My time is supposed to be like uh Travis Travis Kelsey type. Mm-hmm. Where where you know Kelsey can play oh, he can play in the slot, he can play on he can block well, he can block, and he can he can be a security player. But except that was between Kelsey and Schultz Kelsey can give me ten extra yards. Schultz can give me like five. So <laughs> <laughs> that's it's the fast. that's the difference. So so I so I want to see more creativity with the tight end spot. I want to see you know hit the shot. I want to see um, Jake Ferguson go out and catch a pass, yeah. which Peyton Peyton Hendershot can have some moves out there. We just need to put likes ball. to jump over people. He does. He, he needs to stop that. He needs to stop. Really? Somebody gonna knock him out. Yes, yeah, man. I mean, Somebody's gonna knock him fast. all the way I mean, out. I, I do see that though. Like, cause I've seen him do it twice and I was like, the first time I was like, okay, yeah, he did yeah. it clean. I was like, that was dope. <laughs> cool. And then he did it on Sunday and I was like, right. all right, you doing this in the midst of, there's three people around you. Like, right. are you trying to get knocked out? Like, <laughs> that's, that's, that, that, that's showing the team, that's showing up the team. Like, yeah. I could do this on the field. I could do, oh, yeah. I could do this move. I could do all this stuff. Yeah. I mean, I do think he need, at some point he needs to slow it down because, you know, the injuries in the NFL are up right now. Zeke learned. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I ain't seen Zeke jump over nobody yeah, in no. three years. Well, it, he did it on Sunday, I think. He, he well, kind of. There was a concern on Sunday that he, he, I think, uh, I think it was a contusion. I yeah. listened to the podcast, uh, that, uh, the Cowboys do mm-hmm. was brought us in, um, Eagleton and Eatman and the girl, yeah. uh, Amber Garcia. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's her name. Yeah. Her name. And, um, I think it's a contusion. I don't know, knee contusion or leg. I can't remember what she, what they said, but some type of contusion. Mm-hmm. And it was concerning. I listened to it on the radio. It was concerning for me because I was like, no, we can't lose our running back because we, because we need, because he's been playing well. Yeah. I liked it. I like, I like the fact that. He's he's getting yards. Yeah. And he has not lost a step. It's just that, you know He doesn't have to carry the load. He doesn't have to. We you got I mean I I and the awkward thing, which is could be a good thing, is that they're putting him at fullback. You see him. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like he's getting the one yard and all that stuff, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I mean, this is this is something. Like this like is just it. to keep Pollard on the field and keep defenses honest. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like the old Jacksonville Jaguars mm-hmm. when uh, they were doing the Fred Taylor and Maurice Jones Drew. Yes, era. it was that kind of like it was like thunder and lightning kind mm-hmm. of vibe, and I like that. Yeah. I actually like the balance of that because you really don't know, like you. I mean, who's getting the football? Yeah, you don't know who's getting the football. Mm-hmm. You don't know how the play is gonna work. Right. If we had a better play caller, this would even be right. even better. But I think Kellen Moore is extremely overrated. A, bait, a better play calling will will be will be very creative and let Dak or or, or Cooper Rush run the offense. Between yeah. like when 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 I say that is. That can that can call, cause his own plays, like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, mm-hmm. Cooper Rush. They didn't open the playbook uh, for him. I want. I was anxious to see what he can do more instead of just uh, you know passes to Noah Brown, which is great. Mm-hmm. But I want to see. I want to see crossing routes. I want to see slant routes. I want to see deep routes. But you saw when they had to, when they had to open it up. You mm-hmm. saw the results of that. I saw that. So that's probably I, that. I get from a coaching standpoint why, like, nah, I'm not about to let you throw the ball down the field 30 mm-hmm. times a game. No, sit down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying. Yeah. I'm not saying throw the football when you have two great running backs. I'm not saying throw the ball 30 times a game. What I'm saying is keep it under 30. Like, if you yeah. keep it under 30, you win the game. That's happened with Dak. Yeah, like that. Like, like it, every Cowboys fan knows this. Mm-hmm. Except for the ones that, that, you know, want to wear the jerseys and support Jerry and all that stuff. <laughs> they don't know that. They're just fans. Yeah. Bandwagon fans. Mm-hmm. Us and other people, we know that we can, uh, under, under 30 attempts between, between those guys, mm-hmm. we win the game. Like Cooper Rush had 38 attempts and I'm like, we're, we're 18 for, I, I like, this is garbage. We cannot win this game mm-hmm. against Philly. Win is meaningful. And yeah. I'm pretty sure that game in Christmas Eve, is meaningful. Will be meaningful. Man. Depending on where we're at. Oh, trust me. If you look at our schedule, right? Uh-huh. So we got Chicago. Uh-huh. And then we got bye a bye. Then we got the Packers. Green Bay. Then we got Minnesota. And then, then we, we got the Giants uh, on Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, we got the Giants on Thanksgiving, which I thought was weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> because they're on the same week. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. But I'm trying to think. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Who else is who's after the Giants? Um, I can't remember. I think it might be Washington. That's at Washington. It's at Washington. Okay. Um, um I know we play Tennessee somewhere. Okay, so or Houston. Yeah, we got Giants. We got Indianapolis after the Giants on the fourth, and that's uh, Thursday, right? That's a Sunday night game. Sunday night? No, yeah, Sunday night against Indianapolis. What? Yeah, at their place or or here? It's here. Okay. Um, so we got Indianapolis at home, Houston at home, then we got go to Jacksonville. Okay. Then we got Philly on Christmas Eve. Okay. Tennessee, um, on the 29th, that's Thursday game. Okay. And then we finish with Washington. Okay. So feasibly that Philadelphia game is going to be very, very important. I don't see. Depending on where, depending on where we're at, because I think, I think Philly took their bye. Right. I don't know who they play after the bye. Um, when you mentioned that schedule, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. After the Thoughts? bye, they have Pittsburgh. By the way, oh, we do Pittsburgh. No, oh, Philly, Philly, Philly yeah. plays with Pittsburgh. Yeah. Oh man, that's 
I mean, they have uh, e- they have an incredibly easy schedule. <laughs> Philly does. Yes. <laughs> they, but, but they, 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 they can beat themselves. Yeah. Because my point, I did watch Pittsburgh and Miami and, you know, you gotta give credit to Mike Tomlin for what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not saying he's a lame, lame coach. He's not a lame coach. He's a great coach. Yeah. And he, you know, put Kellen Pickett in the right spot. It's just that Kellen Pickett is a rookie. Yeah. And he makes rookie mistakes like he did in, I think they were at, they're on the 35 yard line was under a minute left. They had the game. Yeah. They had it. They had Miami. It's just that Miami, they were lucky to get out of that game. Yeah. They were lucky. Pittsburgh played well. It's just that Kellen, Kenny Pick is a rookie. He makes rookie mistakes. Mm-hmm. And back to the schedule though. So the Bears by, and then the Packers, Minnesota, the Giants. So mm-hmm. I look at those games, right? And I said, okay, the Bears, okay, that might be something. The Packers in that, uh, their place, they're struggling right now. Like this, this, and that they game, sound like they've given up, right? To be totally honest, is that because they're coming? They're gonna be coming to us after the play in Buffalo. No, we'll see. There you go. There you go. Like, like. So <laughs> there you go. Like, like that. That. I mean, to me, to me, I look at the body body language of Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers doesn't care anymore, and and it started to um linger. Uh, it started. It started to follow his team a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And so if he don't care anymore, this is this, this this is a game where you can actually go up there and get a victory. Minnesota, which by the way, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. So between those two teams in the NFC, right? Mm-hmm. You got Minnesota at five and one. Yeah. You got the Giants at six and one. Okay? Mm-hmm. So with that being said, between those two teams who do you fear the most? Between Minnesota and the Giants? Between Minnesota and the Giants. Minnesota. I'm going to give you one more team. One more NFL, NFC team. Okay. Um, I can give you Washington. Washington made a quarterback change. Uh, they have one, two straight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or I can give you, I can give you, um, I thought you was going to say like San Francisco. No. Seattle. No. No. <laughs> No, I will not give you those teams. I will not give you those teams. <laughs> I, I'll give you one more team. I'll give okay. you, I won't give you the Buccaneers. I definitely won't give you Carolina. Not New Orleans. I'll give you the Falcons. So between Minnesota, the Giants, Washington, and the Falcons, those four teams in, in the NFC, mm-hmm. who do you fear the most? Minnesota. You fear Minnesota. Minnesota's the only for real team that you stated. But don't you think? But I don't think the Giants are for real. We beat them already. Okay, like so they're gonna lose to Philly, right? They're, they're probably gonna lose to Washington if you if you keep if you keep high. And I said and I said to somebody, you keep and I uh, Angelo. I said to Angelo, Angelo last week. I think it was last week or two weeks ago when mm-hmm. they were playing Washington. I said. If you keep Heineke at quarterback, all they all the receivers they have decent receivers. Mm-hmm. They need the football. Yeah, Heineke can deliver that football. He didn't play bad last year. No, he didn't. It's just that they need the football to perform, and they're getting the football. Yeah, and so I want Heine- if 
Heineke is going to start. I want him to keep going for the rest. And then I'm not, not my decision, not our yeah. decision. I want him to keep going. I personally don't care what Washington does. I okay. feel like they don't have enough okay. to compete right. in this division. Like, right. to be honest, like, you're in the toughest division in football right you now. You are. But they can easily make the playoffs, though. No, they can't. They're fourth in the. No, I'm sorry. Not, be, not easily. I'm sorry. No, easily. No, there's. Not at all. No. There's seven spots, right? <laughs> Is there seven spots or six? There's seven. But the thing about it, the reason why I say they're not is because they would have to get a third place. They would have to get a, at least third place in our division, right? Okay. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, there's no way in the world that that's happening. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm and saying, I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying if you keep Heineke at quarterback, you never know the end results. I'm saying, oh, get, long, long term, long term, yes, yes, long, long term, yes, that's not, but a not our team. decision. Yeah, yeah. But no, I, I understand yeah. that. I'm not saying that, but if you want my answer between those four teams I mentioned, First of all, I don't fear Minnesota. First of all, Minnesota is going to struggle because Kirk Cousins, this is his time of the year to peak. When, mm-hmm. you, when the calendar turns November, December, he's going to peak. Yeah. Like he's not that team. Mm-hmm. The Giants, on the other hand, uh, I, 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 to me, I give the slight edge to the Giants because the Giants, I mean, it seems like a, a, a fresh of life for them, right? New coach. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jones has started to play a little bit, a little bit better. It hasn't been the best, mm-hmm. but he's playing a little bit better. And Saquon, he's gotten a whole lot better. Uh, they don't have receivers. They have a decent defense. They still can't compete in the NFC East. And I wish I think I do fear the most because I do think that they're, I do think that they'll, they'll, they'll make adjustments mm-hmm. later on. And that's the one game I'm looking forward to on that schedule. I'm not looking forward. I mean, I think, I think the next three games, including this Bears game, I think we got a, we got a, we got a winnable schedule. Oh, extremely winnable. And the Giants, the Giants are not, no, they're not, they're not a joke. I'm going to tell you something about the Giants, right? Okay. So I'm looking at the Giants schedule right now as we're mm-hmm. talking. Okay. They got Seattle next week. Okay. That's not an easy game. They're gonna lose. Yeah, I'm predicting. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and I think, put that yeah, on they're record. Gonna lose. They're, they're gonna, gonna lose. lose that game. Yes, they get a bye week. Okay. Then they got Houston. That'll be a win for them. They Detroit. Got bye week okay. All Detroit. Right. That'll be a win probably. Okay. Um, They'll find a way to lose to to the lesser probably. teams. Yeah, potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, then they come see us. Okay, and that's uh, Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving. So that so at that time of the week. Um, they'll still, and that's what three thirty game. Yeah, three thirty. Damn, I don't know why they make. That's that's so awkward because because <laughs> like, it's like <laughs> it's like last year we played the Raiders and it's like three thirty yeah. game, and then that's where mm-hmm. that's where everybody's like, okay, we're gonna. That, that's where everyone tunes. We don't turn into the Detroit game. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they play against somebody. Yeah. Um. Damn. Now I, I wish we were we were the night game, honestly. Yeah, we probably should be, but we should be. It's neither here nor there. I th- so the re- the reason I say Thanksgiving on down is where their schedule gets ridiculous. Okay, because they got all of their division matchups. They got us uh-huh. again on Thanksgiving. Obviously, they got mm-hmm. Washington on. Okay. They got Washington, then Philly, then Washington again. Then they go to gosh. Minnesota. Oh my gosh! Then they got Indianapolis, Ooh. and then they finish with Philly. Oh so you telling gosh. me right now that? 
it, oh that's what we're gonna find gosh. out who the Giants really are. Is after Thanksgiving. <sighs> I don't want to talk about the Giants till after Thanksgiving. Okay. Fair enough. Wow. Okay. Like, okay. So, so at that point, at that point after Thanksgiving, we would beat them, yeah. right? When we beat them, we should be in second place. Better yet, better yet, um, we might when, be in when, second when, place when, after this week, right? If we if, <laughs> if we, we take care of business against Chicago and they lose to Seattle, which yeah. which they will, we then, already got the tiebreaker. We immediately then, move into then second place. We got second place. So damn. Wow, that's, that's that, my that, point. That is a <laughs> that's that's my point. Right, the Giants are not for real until I see how they move. Okay, after Thanksgiving, don't okay. talk to me about the Giants. Giants fans, hear me and hear me well. <laughs> don't talk to me about Giants. your team. My buddy's a Giants fan. Yeah, I'm talking to him then. <laughs> don't talk to me about your team until after Thanksgiving. I don't want to hear from from none of y'all. <laughs> When you, we, we, now, when you beat a quality team, Seattle, Seattle is, I mean, Seattle is, yes. they might win that division. They might win that division. Yeah, they will. I mean, you know. Gino's playing out of his mind. He is. And, and, you know, I haven't been a big Gino fan. I felt like, you know, okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what are they doing over there? But then again, they drafted well. Yeah. Especially on defense. And so, um, wow. Okay, so it just sets this up to be something special, right? We like we don't fool around to, mm-hmm. in, in these games. Take care of business. By the time November twenty seven hits or twenty eight, mm-hmm. we should be locked in second place or maybe in first place. Yeah, and the maybe. thing about it, maybe I don't see Philly losing. To be honest, until they see us I mean, they, on Christmas Eve. Uh, I don't. So, are I, you saying they might be undefeated till Christmas Eve? Yes. Hmm. I, I don't okay. think. I, okay, I'm. I'm gonna just go through that schedule too. Let's just go might ahead. as well go through. Go it. ahead, and then and then we'll transition. Go ahead. Yeah. So, give me one second to pull it up. Hold okay. Uh, so they got Pittsburgh on the thirtieth. Okay, that's a win. Um, they got Houston. That's a win. Then they got that's Washington. Uh, ooh, that's, ooh, God. Uh, well, when's that Washington game? It's Monday night. Ooh, I don't know. You gotta put a question mark on that. <laughs> Do <because> you? <laughs> Do you really? Is it in Washington or in Philly? It's in Philly. Okay, that's a win. <laughs> <laughs> then they got Indianapolis. Okay, uh. That's a win. That's a win. That's 10 and 0. Okay. They got Green Bay. 11 and 0. Tennessee. Uh, eleven and one, because <laughs> I, I, I think Tennessee. I think Tennessee has. They have a decent defense, but their offense is uh, kind of suspect. But I feel like they'll win that game okay. somehow. Somehow, I'm gonna we're, we're gonna agree to disagree on that because I okay. think they're gonna beat the brakes off of Tennessee. So you're um, saying twelve and zero? I'm saying eleven and one. I'm saying yeah, I got them at twelve and zero. Then they go see the Giants. Okay, that's twelve and one. Because I because I, I is in New York, right? It's in New York. It's in New York. Ooh. Um, God. If you really had that much faith uh, in the Giants, uh, go for uh, it. God. But I don't. <laughs> uh, wow. No, I'm going to say 11 2. Then they got Chicago. 11, uh, sorry, uh, 12 and 2. Okay. Yeah, 12 and 2. I, st- I still <laughs> got them at 14 and 0. So. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Then they come see us on Christmas Eve. 14 and 0 was us. I got them fourteen and one after us. God. <laughs> then they, you know, things have to happen. When things have to happen 
for them to go to go fourteen. Oh yeah, I had, them, be, I had them at twelve and three. That's not and that's not crazy either. I, you're right. probably more realistic. I'm probably just be exaggerating because no, no, I'm no. like because honestly, I just don't see these teams competing with them. Well, you, well, it, it, they would well, have to beat themselves, like we talked about. They have to. Well, you got to understand that it's the NFL is made for upsets, right? Yeah. Like, 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 like. For example, yeah. I'm not trying to compare Brady to Hurts. Look at Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. Look at Pittsburgh. You know yeah. they beat Tampa uh, last week, and then now they mm-hmm. lose to Miami. But Carolina, they have no quarterback. And they still beat Tom Brady. Yeah. They held Tom Brady to three points. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to trade their whole entire team. Yeah. You know, they're traded two players in, in the same week. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And so, and so the NFL is all about upsets. You mm-hmm. don't know what team is going to fear every single week. That's why I'm, That's true. I'm a little nervous for this game against the Bears. Hmm. I, I shouldn't be. But I am because I feel like we'll screw around and lose that game, which we shouldn't. I get it. I understand it. The Bears are a decent team, and I do understand where you're coming from mm-hmm. on that. I think we also understand that we can't afford to lose right now you can't. with Dak. We, because here's because the thing. given the fact that Dak is just now getting back, mm-hmm. for us to lose to a team like Chicago, right. It's not gonna fly well. But everybody would be like, everybody, you know, everybody, your friends and my friends, and then you know, everybody online would be like, we need Cooper Rush back. Exactly. You're gonna hear that from Halloween to about the, the the Packers game. You're gonna hear that for two weeks. And I'm gonna tell you, like, I'm going going back to this Philly thing. Mm-hmm. By the time they get to us, they probably would have clinched. So that game may not even matter to them. Probably will. I mean. It, could, like, could, you're talking about clinch, clinch the, the playoffs. Yeah, they probably would have clinched the division by then. Either it would have been a division clinching or they would have definitely clinched the playoffs. Right. If, if they, if, For sure. it, yeah, if they're so, going to, you know, depending on where we're at, mm. it might be important just for, okay, who's getting the bye week, who's right. not. Right. They had their bye week. Yeah, they just exactly. took their bye week. And so we, we're in the bye week was with the, you said with the Giants, right? The Giants had the bye, the same week as what, bye week? As Wait. us? Because I know Giants have played every game so far. The Giants, they have a week nine by. A week nine by. So, so that's they have uh, the following week. The following week. So the fall, that's the 13th. Because our Wait, no, my bad. Six. We also have week nine. So, yeah, we do have the same Okay. Okay. Then, then damn. Okay. All right. Um, so we, we, so we can't lose this game. We can't screw around and lose, you know, because they'll be like, well, you got to answer questions and you see like, oh, we got to go back to Cooper Rush. No, you got, you got to, you got to, like I said, you got to take your hit in the mouth. Like the boxer, Carissa Stevens, mm-hmm. who um, hit that girl in the mouth. That girl stayed up on her feet for 10 rounds. I don't know how she did it, mm-hmm. but she did it. So you got to take your hit in the mouth. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you read the, the Dallas schedule. Um, I think we'll lose one more division game. I don't know which one, but uh, but it, it so. could be the it could be the Giants. I if, if I if I if we lose one more game, divisional game, I will say the Giants. I, I say Washington say week eighteen or week seventeen. But then again, you know, depending on where we're at, yeah, we we we, we would have played we, our second guys. Yeah, like we would have. Allow Dak to rest, but then again, Dak has some mentality. I want to play. 
Okay, when you go 11, sorry, when you go 13 and 4, mm-hmm. you have everything clinched. You have nothing to play for. Yeah. Nothing. Like, it's crazy that we're in a division where we could potentially have three teams with and 11 play, or more play. wins. Right. That's crazy. That's insane. I'm like, I'm like, you have nothing to play for. You, I mean, you can play for pride. You can play for you know, the following week. But then again, you're going to, you're going to, you see what I mean? Like the game last year. Yeah. Like how, like San Francisco was riding on momentum and they end up being y'all. Yeah. So and that's kind of why I want to be a wild card team. Mm-hmm. I want to fly under the radar this year. You do. I do. Because the thing about it, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say we get into a situation where let me go to the playoff standings as it is right now, right? Mm, right. So as it is right now, Philly's the number one seed. Obviously, okay. Minnesota is two. Seattle okay. is three. Okay. Tampa Bay, then the Giants, yeah. then us. That's the perfect little sweet spot. So wow. So both of us. That means good. we would probably be getting like what Seattle first round, mm, and that'll be out their place. Yeah. Ooh. I'm not that'll mad be. at that. You're not mad at that at all. Because I know Seattle don't have the, like the team with what we have right now. Uh-huh. There's not a lot of teams outside of Philadelphia that I fear in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't. I don't fear anybody. You're right. Um, so that's why it don't matter whether we go to Seattle, whether we here, whether we not. I don't care. Whether we the go only, to Tampa Bay, we might go to Tampa Bay. But then again, Tampa Bay is only what three and four. Yeah, they're three but, and four. But but that that division NC South can go either way. That's why I yeah. mentioned the Falcons because the Falcons, they're no joke either. Like the Falcons have nothing on their team, <laughs> and they're still in it with with the uh, with, with the. I yeah. think they're three and four. Yeah. So the Falcons and it could be San Francisco still, again too. Like they're only a game behind Seattle. They could. I and, mean, they, I mean, it, it, it's. It's a toss-up. It is a toss-up. Every other division is a toss-up except for ours. Yes. Exactly. Except for, and then the, well, and ours is a toss-up too. I take that back. No. Right? Because I, I, I can't. It, can, it can either be Philly or us or the Giants right now if we're looking at it just as it is. You know, you know what I would rather have? I would rather have the first, the first, the first, the first, the uh, first? Okay. I want the buy. Because I want us to take the week to go over some things. I want to watch teams, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, you know, um, uh, I want to watch teams just, you know, make adjustments. I want to watch those teams. I ain't going to lie to you. I have PTSD from us having a first round by the few oh, times yeah, that it's happened. Right. You're right. You're right. I, I mean, right. I have extreme PTSD right. from that. So if we yeah. could fly under the radar, be a wild card team, mm-hmm. play. Like play on the road, do play the long game. Like we've been playing it all season. We've been playing it with a backup quarterback. We right. got a starting quarterback with a broken thumb. We got injuries, no receivers. <laughs> we got all these problems, and we still sitting at five and two. At the end of the day, I would prefer to fly under the radar. Okay, let everybody write us off as they always do. Okay, and just do, yeah. and just because the moment you get that one number one seed, there's a target on your back, and not to mention as a cowboy. The, this organization already got Every, a target, but everybody, but everybody, when you say the number one seed, everybody will be leaning like automatically Super Bowl, like not us, yeah, not us, the real fans, yeah, not us, yeah. We will think about the number one seed as okay, you earned that number one seed. I'm gonna think about it as the times that we went fourteen and two and lost to Green Bay. 
God damn, that, you're right about. Or that. the times we was that time we was thirteen and three, but then again, and didn't make it out the first round. Again, then again, you when you play when you play against those teams, it's like there is momentum. So yeah. so you're right. Yeah, because that that week where you take it by, you get lax you take, and you get comfortable. Granted, for you can't take it for granted. Yeah, I mean, I remember you know Green Bay last year, Green Bay. Took a bye, mm-hmm. and then San Francisco went up there and just beat them on like five degree weather. Yeah, and it's like okay, San Francisco is a West Coast team. How are you going to beat? <laughs> yeah, like it just took one play, and that was it. And so that's that's why I think so. Like, let's say Philly will have a first round bye if it mm-hmm. playoff started today. Right, Philly will have a first round bye. Right, the Giants will play Minnesota. We will play Seattle. Okay, and I would rather have, play Tampa. You know what? You know what? Or, or, Okay, I ra- yeah, I I, I, I would play much Seattle. rather. I, I would play much rather I go play against Seattle. <laughs> Even if you flip, it, if we if we get the uh, yeah. number one wild card spot, mm-hmm. then we go to Minnesota, mm-hmm. which I'm also okay with. I'm okay with it too because Minnesota. But then again, uh, like I said, um, what's his name? The quarterback. Oh, Kirk Cousins will peak. This yeah. is the time of year where your team will be on TV. You got to perform. You're yeah. going to peak. Everybody <laughs> in Minnesota knows that. <laughs> like, like, like. We've you seen enough years of Kirk Cousins to know how this is going to go. Yeah, you could take your five and one. Yeah, it's great, but you're going to peak. Yeah, just like the Cowboys. Yeah, when they get to December, they peak. Yeah. But over the last few years, they haven't. Yeah, except for 2020. And the beauty of our December this year is we got one true test. And that's Philly. Yeah. So exactly. our December looks pretty promising <laughs> for the most part. If we go, let's just say one, two, three, four, five, six. If we go five and one so that would be out like, of those six, or even four and two out of those six. So that will be, uh, I'm going to say nine and four. Nine and four heading to December, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's. That's good enough for what second place, uh, depending, yeah. depending on where the Giants go, and then the e- Eagles. Obviously, you know the Eagles are going to be the Eagles. You know? I'm telling you, the Giants' season about to take a turn this week. Okay, it's about to take a turn this week. I, it starts this week. You know what's going to take a turn? North <laughs> Texas, <laughs> <laughs> which, which, which I am going to talk about. Right now, but I appreciate yeah, your insights. Absolutely, it, it, absolutely. It, it's been great. So we just gotta see what happens. Definitely. It's a lot of fun though. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I like to hear, I like to hear that. Oh, I love it. Yeah. But we'll talk about the, the Chicago game next week. Yes, sir. Yes, I love sir. it. I love it. But to transition this, I'm so upset. It's heartbreaking. Um, if anybody watched college football on Saturday, right? In this case, on Sunday, the replay, um, North Texas versus UTSA, right? We're both three and zero in the conference USA. Okay, uh, heartbreaking loss, and I say heartbreaking loss because we lost on the we lost on the final drive, and I'm going to get to that final drive in a second. But first, the quarterback comparison. I always talk about my number one take is always with the quarterback. Right? We got to you know dissect the quarterback play, Ani. Now, Ani went 15 for 31 for 325 and three touchdowns in the interception. He didn't play that bad, honestly. It's just that, again, he's playing with, he's playing with receivers we never heard of. Accuracy issues. 
like that conversation we always have. Thirty, you gotta, you gotta throw less than thirty, thirty attempts to win the game, right? This game you threw thirty-one. It doesn't set up. It doesn't set up great results. Ani's not that dude. He will never be that quarterback. Okay, like I said before, during the uh, during the off season, I gotta see more from him. Uh, in this game, we saw a lot, but he failed again and again and again. Right? Um, you know, numbers look good, but it's just again, what's the end? What's the uh, what's the ceiling? Now, one other quarterback on their side, Frank Harris. Now, to their credit, they can throw their passes because Frank Harris is, can, is not one-dimensional. Frank Harris can do a lot of things. He went 27 for 39 for 238 and two touchdowns and an interception. That interception came early in the game. And shout-out to Rich Tejada for uh, getting that interception. That was his third of the season. And so, um, you know, he took advantage of, of no quarterback spying on the middle of the field. So this was a bad defensive job on this, on the, on, on the North Texas side. Uh, you drop eight in coverage. How you, how, how are you going to drop eight in coverage when you're rushing three? You drop eight in coverage. That's a recipe for disaster. That's why he was able to get what? Um, rushing yards. Um, he didn't even have a hundred rushing yards. Like, damn, you drop eight in coverage. What, what, what are you trying to do? Like this man was getting five to 10 yards, a, a, a carry, but yet you drop eight in coverage, making them force in the pass. No quarterback spy in the middle. You got to be better than that defense, uh, defensively. And that go- goes on the field. Phil Bennett is a 40, 40 year veteran. You're supposed to know you cannot drop any coverage. Especially the, 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 the game that we had where we had five, we had seven sacks against Louisiana Tech. We didn't sack this quarterback much in this game. In this game, I think he got sacked twice. But you drop eight in coverage and it forces them to throw the pass, but yet he, he runs for 10 or more yards. Like, dude, you gotta change up. You can't change up your defensive scheme, defensive scheme every single game. You gotta stay with what is working. What worked was rushing four to five at the line of scrimmage, or maybe even six. That's why guys like Mason Richards got has uh, what three sacks in one game. Not this game, but the game before. It's ridiculous, man. And then number two point was the running game, which. By the way, they have some faster athletes. You got to give UTSA some credit. They have some athletes out there. Like we knew the, coming in, the running game wasn't going to work. And obviously it didn't work. You go from rushing 475 yards as a team to what? 22 as a game. So 21 carries for 22 yards. They shut down the running game wholeheartedly. Period. And so, um, you know, and this game, this team banks on the running game. Period. It does. They do. But you can't run against athletes that are, 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 are athletes. You can't do that. 
So, number three, their top three receivers didn't really kill, kill us as much. But then again, one of them had a, a game-winning touchdown pass. And let me give you those names. Joshua Cephas had 11 receptions for 88 yards and a touchdown. Oscar Sedeus, or if I pronounced his name correct, three receptions for 57 yards. He had a crucial catch, a crucial catch to set up the game-winning touchdown. And this was the, the clock that was running and running and running, uh, was under a minute. It was about 30 seconds left where he threw that pass and, and Oscar made a one headed catch, which it was probably played on sports center Saturday night. Um, you know, it was a big, it was a big catch, sets him up, you know, for the game winning touchdown and which they got. And so you can't, you can't give him the amount of time. I just don't know why. This is why you don't drop eight in coverage. During the game. You just can't. Especially on that drive. That drive you rushed three. And you forced in the pass. And you made, they made two spectacular plays. You can't do that. You can't have your tight end come out of the backfield and, and just run a straight tight end route and catch a one handed catch, which it was an awesome catch. But you can't make those plays. You gotta at least, if you're gonna throw, if you're gonna drop eight in coverage, you gotta have some sort of, some form of pressure. Some form of it. Which we never had in the second half. The second half, we ran away from the pressure. I just don't understand this. And then you got guys like the, the Karrion Clark make a catch. He had, that was his sixth reception of the game. And that ended up being a game winning catch was so spectacular against one on one, against man coverage. You can't do, you can't, you can't throw th- those games away. You can't throw those possessions away. Period. You know what else you should have done under 20 seconds? You should call the timeout. You know why? UTSA had, did not have timeouts. We had two. Call a timeout. Set up your defense. When you call a timeout, they don't throw a pass like that. You make them beat you. But then again, I'm not a defensive coach. I'm just here observing the games on this podcast. And by the way, the reason why y'all did not y'all did not win this game because you didn't take a seat up here. You didn't come up here and do an interview with me. I would have asked you, okay, what happened on that play when um, um, the quarterback had a lot of time in that pocket and the tight end made a one-hand catch and the receiver makes a behind-the-back catch? Well, actually, a, tw- a twisting catch on on the goal line. I would have asked, and then y'all would be like reading from the script and like, oh, our coach told us to say this. Uh, no, I want the honest answer. And by the way, y'all can come up here and interview. I still haven't got, I still haven't gotten a call back. I still haven't gotten an email. Y'all are got a big and bag in Denton, but yet your record shows you're 500. You're 500. You haven't done anything. Like what have you done? <laughs> you haven't done it, John Jack. But yet you say you're the best in the, in the league. You know who's best in the league? UTSA. Six and two, four and zero. Oh. You haven't done jack. 
Number four. <laughs> Number four. There was some missed opportunities in this game. Um, Harris, the quarterback, he runs for, this is why you don't ever drop eight in the box. You go third and 14 in the first half, right? There was one play, third and 14, he runs for 16 yards. Okay. That's number one. Number two, the offensive line got torched. Okay. The running game was horrible. Uh, Ani didn't have enough time in the pocket. He got sacked twi- uh, three times, I think. Yeah, he got sacked three times. Um, number three point, you drop eight coverage means that you have butterfingers. There was a lot of interceptions dropped in this game on our side. Um, number four, a blocked punt. Well, it was tipped, but um, that punt set up their third score. You know, uh, our coaching was horrible. You know, when you have your coach... Does not care. Your coach cares about fooling around when they go to the, when they do their little thing at all every week. They always talk about, they always talk to the coach and the players every week. You go up there to Rudy's barbecue, which by the way, I have no, you know, I don't want to disrespect their place and I don't want to, and I am, but I am going to disrespect how they do their interviews every week, right? Y'all want to go play around, right? Y'all want to go ask stupid questions, you know, about, oh, yeah, you know, outside of football. You know, what is a, what a stupid question is, is, you know, having fun when you lost by a touchdown. Um, um, another, a good question would be like, what, what do they do outside of football? That's a good question. A stupid question would be like, you know, what fun things? But yeah, you're a 500 team. Well, what improvements are you going to make to make y'all relevant again? You haven't done Jack. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I'll, you know, I, I'll try, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out, do y'all care? What was the goal going into the season? Was the goal just to play football? Yeah, everyone's does, everybody's, everybody does that. The, the little kids out there play football. They do that. High school, college, everybody's played football. Is that the goal? The goal is to go get a, get a, a conference championship. That is the goal. The goal is not to go 500. The goal is conference championship. We have not seen it. But yet y'all want to go to a conference that, oh, money's great. Oh, we're going to get more time on, on there. Yeah, that's great. But when you haven't won Jack, I, I have questions and I'm concerned <laughs> as to why. Why should y'all move to a conference? God. But anyways, but I, I did reach out to, um, the uh, AD Warren Baker, he has not responded, obviously because being being you know in a higher position, thinking that you're better than 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 um you're better than 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 who you are, you're better than oh yeah our football program is great, we're making this great strides. What strides have you made other than other than building all that crap, spending money, all that nonsense in Denton? 
I talked about this last month. I said, we have to win games. We have to. For that stuff to, to, to matter, we have to win. I don't care who you throw out there. Like, we got three quality high schools in Denton out there. I mean, they end up going to Texas. They end up going to the bigger colleges because they view UNT as a liability. Okay, we can start our career here, and then we can transfer. That happens every year. That's why every team in, in, in every school in America cannot keep the same players. It's, it's a luxury, but every player is going to make their decision at the end of the season. Whether you're a freshman starting out, a sophomore, a redshirt junior, you're going to find a school that benefits you. You're going to find a situation like Haiti Davis. He could have gone to a school and wanted and been winning. But you stay at North Texas and you look at mediocrity. You're always going to be mediocre. The coach doesn't care. The players don't care. It's like if you look at their press conferences, it's like reading from a script that somebody gave them. Saying that how great they are. They're not. They're not great. You're all de- decent football players, but you're not great. But I promise you, I will talk about basketball, though. I will talk about the NBA, and I will definitely talk about, you know, uh, college basketball for a little bit. I will, I, I will talk about college basketball on the UNT side. I mean, I, I, the men have more hope than the football team does. I'll go as far as saying the women. Women basketball at UNT, they have more hope than the football team does. Those teams are more relevant than the football team. But I will talk about that later on. All right. So my final take is we lost this game by four points. Um, our next game is against Western Kentucky, which I was listening to a podcast. I think we're 10-point underdogs against Western Kentucky. Okay, again, another loss. You're going to be under 500 again. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> this is an opportunity where you should have got this game. You should have got this game against UTSA. It makes it easier for Western Kentucky to get that game too. So again, what's the goal? <laughs> the goal is to win a championship in your conference. Not go there. It's to win it. Okay? Because you're going to a conference next year, you're going to see the same team again. You're going to see FAU again. And then you got SMU, and then you got uh, Tulane, you got Tulsa. You got all those great teams in that conference. But then you got a mediocre team. Can you, I have a question. Can you ride with this coach? This coach is nothing. You don't care. I want a coach that cares. I I want an African-American coach, by the way. I want a coach that cares, guys. Period. Kirby Smart at Georgia cares. Nick Saban at at, at Alabama cares. That man is 70 years old. He still cares about football. Y'all don't care about Jack. Period. (laughs) Period. The coaching staff does not care. You know, and the fans are start to not care. So I did, I did a stat, right? 
the stat was fan-wise. That game against SMU, we had what? We had um, 25,000 people show up. That's 82% of people. And I was there for that SMU game. I, I was there. So I was part of that 25,000 that showed up. UTSA had 27,000 people show up. 27,000 for this game. This game wasn't even on ESPN. This game was on a stadium. 27,000 people showed up for a UTSA game. When you go to a UNT game, I don't care about the opponent. It dwindles. And I understand that we have the, you know, there's, there's a lot of distractions going on. The fair, um, what, what, what distraction goes on? Baseball, other football games that people go to. Uh, there's a lot. Okay. Um, people stop caring when they see the same mediocre, mediocre crap. Okay. They don't care if you win against Texas Southern, um, UTEP. Those are easy teams to beat again, beat. We don't care about that. What we care about is consistency. Can we be consistent? And by the way, I think he, I think, I think Apogee Stadium needs to expand their stadium by 30,000. Okay. If you add 30,000 more seats and let's say maybe, uh, maybe about, you can fill up 45, 45,000 of it, then I think it's suitable. But then again, you're not going to put 40,000, 40,000 people in a stadium at UNT. You're just not going to. Cause you know why? Cause, cause it's always the same crap every year. Heck, you can't even put 10,000 at the super pit. Cause you know why? Because the, 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 the team, the team does not get enough credit for being the team. As they should. You know, you're coming off conference championships three straight years. They care. I mean, I can tell you the soccer program cares. The basketball program for men care. The women, uh, I mean, you know, they screw around a lot. I don't know if they care enough to win every year. But then again, they only they only get about ten fans. <laughs> I'm sorry, um, but but <laughs> if they care, they, they they will expand their fan base, right? So I do think the women women's basketball do. I think they I think I think they care. That's a question mark for me. I think they care. If they care, then they will put they will they will come on for this interview. And let me interview them. <laughs> okay. So, so with that being said, guys, we have to care football wise. Football wise, we have to care. Okay. Cause we got Western Kentucky up. Then we got FIU. Winnable game, right? Okay. But let's focus on Western Kentucky. All right. So I gave enough laughs and giggles and all that stuff. The show's over, guys. But I, I promise you, I will talk about basketball at some point. Cause that's my sport. I have a lot of questions about that and a lot of content for you guys. So you want to stay tuned. But for, with that being said, thank you for listening or watching this podcast and I'll see y'all next week. Take care, everybody. <laughs>